Okay, Boker Tov, everybody. So we're continuing the parak Yud Gimel, the 13th parak of Mesilai Sharim, and we're discussing the Midah, the character trait of Prishut, of separation from permitted things to keep us distance from, uh, from violating Averot. So Ramchal continues, and he says, V'im Tomar, if you're going to ask, you're going to ask the following question, How do we know that we're supposed to add to things, make more things forbidden to ourselves, more than the things that are already forbidden? Our rabbis of blessed memory told us, Is it not enough that which the Torah forbade, that you are coming now to make more things forbidden? That's what the Chachamim already told us. And that which our rabbis saw, rabbis of blessed memory saw, the things that they needed to make forbidden, the things that the Chachamim needed to make forbidden, and they needed to place a watch or a guard around it, meaning they made certain prohibitions to protect the Torah laws. asu, They already did that. And what the, that which they didn't make forbidden, that which they left to be permitted. So the Chachamim felt it was appropriate to leave it permitted. It shouldn't be forbidden. So why should we come now and start making decrees which they did not think you needed to make? If the rabbis didn't make it forbidden, then why am I making it forbidden? If it needed to be made forbidden, the rabbis would have made it forbidden. So what am I doing and making more gzerot? Right, that's what the, the Chachamim basically say. The Ode, and furthermore, She'ein gvul adavar hazeh, there's no limit. V'nimtza imkein ha'adam shomem u'meuneh velo yehenem min ha'olam klal. And it turns out that the person is going to be upset, he's going to be alone, he's going to be isolated, and he's going to be suffering, and he's not going to enjoy this world at all. Once you're just going to, There's no limit. You're going to take it to the nth degree. A person's not going to enjoy this world at all. But our rabbi said, that in the future, a man is going to have to give a judgment in front of Hashem. He's going to have to uh, you know, stand up for judgment in front of Hashem. Everything that he saw in this world and he didn't eat. He, he, he is interested in it. He saw it. He liked it. But he withheld it, himself from it. He could have done it and he was able to. It was allowed for him and he was physically able to. Uh, but the, 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 there's a din. There's a judgment for not having enjoyed those things. And they found the pasuk. They connected it to a pasuk. Everything that my eyes, my eyes asked for, as the pasuk in Kohelet, everything that my, my, my eyes asked for, I didn't refrain from giving them. So it sounds like from the pasuk, it's a hint in the pasuk, that a person, the pleasures of this world, if the Chachamim didn't make it forbidden, so then it should be allowed. So our whole topic of this parak of Prishut, of separating oneself from permitted things, seems to have no basis. The Chachamim themselves say that anything that's permitted in this world and you want it, you should enjoy it. Why withhold oneself from the pleasures and the enjoyments of this world? So that's the first, that's the question that Ramchal asks, okay? So Ramchal says, Hatshuvahi, do you know what, want to know the answer? Certainly, it is necessary, a person needs to have prishut. And our rabbis of blessed memory, they warned the person, they told the person he should have his result, uh, should have prishut. 
Huma Shinemar he quotes the Sifra in Kedoshim. Kedoshim to you, what does the Pasuk mean? Kedoshim to you, you should be holy or set aside. What does that mean? Perushim to you. The Chachamim tells us that what the Pasuk means is you should be separated. You should separate oneself. That's what it means to be Kadosh. It means to separate oneself. Odamru, they said more. Anybody who fasts is called Kadosh. All the more so from a Nazir. If a Nazir has a certain level of Kiddushah, a person who, who fasts, so that person is, uh, is certainly, right? The Nazir only withholds one thing from himself. A person who doesn't eat or drink anything, so certainly he's called a Kadosh, right? So this is another source that seems to be in favor of pre Odamru, they said, they said, furthermore, Sadiq Ochel Sovanavsho, it's Sadiq, he only eats till he's satisfied. He doesn't enjoy any delicacies, he doesn't spend time on fancy things, he eats whatever he needs to be satisfied so that he's full, but he doesn't eat other things. Zechizkiyahu Melech Yehuda, this Pasuk refers to Chizkiyahu, the king of Yehuda, Shayumalim Lo Al Shuchanosh, Daily Twin Shal Yarek. All that would put on his table, he would have two of these measures of vegetables, and the, the continues there, velitra shabasar, and one measure of meat. He didn't have a super fancy table like other kings, and the people were bothered. People were bothered. How could it be that our king, why doesn't he have all these fantastic fancy things? But at the end of the day, that's what he did. He felt that it was only appropriate for him to have uh, two measures of vegetables, one measure of fruit, that, uh, one, one measure of meat, that's what he used to eat. Why? It sounds like it's because of prejudice. He separated himself from permitted things because he, was, he didn't want to have excessive enjoyment from this world. They also said about Rabbeinu HaKadosh, the tribute of Mitato, when he died, Zakaf Eser Otav, he lifted up his ten fingers, Ve'amar, and he said, it is known in front of you, Hashem. I didn't enjoy from this world, even with a tiny finger. Meaning he only ate and used the things that were necessary for him. Nothing more than that. Odamru, they said, furthermore, before, even before a person, he prays that the words of Torah should come into his stomach, meaning they should become part of him. He wants the words of Torah to become part of who he is. What should he pray for? Yitzpalel al achila ushtiya shiloi kansu betoch meyav. It sounds like maybe even a requisite, a prerequisite for the Torah to become part of him is that he wants the gashmiut of this world, the material of this world, the food and the drink. He doesn't want it to become part of him. He doesn't want it to go into his stomach and become part of his essence and become so gus and material and so uh, coarse. So... Okay, so these are a lot of statements of the Chachamim that say that a person has to has to be involved in priesthood. It's a good thing to be involved in separating oneself from the permitted things. So he says, "Omnam panim." Nevertheless, so okay, we're now we're going to accept even if we're willing to accept the second group of statements that do value pre-shooting that it's a good thing. But at the end of the day, we still have to explain the first group. We still have to explain what did the chachamim mean in all those statements when they said pre-shoot is not is not a good thing and a person should enjoy this world. Okay, so we have this seemingly contradiction, or at least these two sets of statements of the rabbis. One seems to be in favor of separating oneself from permitted things. One says it's not a good thing, and now we have to figure out how to make these two sets of statements fit together, and when, how, or what, why is pre a good thing, and under what circumstances is it not a good thing? What situations is it not a good thing? Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kotov.